Hello friends and welcome. This is episode 9 of Journey Into Fandom, a podcast where I have guests on to discuss what fandoms and communities they're a part of, what their experience has been, what the memes are, and how toxic or wholesome it is. I'm your host, Karis Lunn, and today on the show we had Andy Brew on to talk about one of my favourite topics to talk about, Kingdom Hearts. Andy spoke about how becoming a Kingdom Hearts creator changed his perspective on the fandom, what Sora being in Smash means to him, and his personal takes on the fandom drama. Now, without any further ado, please join me on this journey into fandom. everybody to another episode of journey into fandom today on the show we have my friend andy brew hello hey what's going on how are you mm, i am chilling not a whole lot <laughs> excellent so um this is gonna be a fun episode because it's it could go many ways i feel like oh yeah um i'm ready there's a there's a lot to talk about so much to talk about <laughs> there's always yeah. something there, there's always something and i feel like we're both talkers so this could go yes the last podcast we did uh it was a blast but we are definitely both uh talkers mm. for sure <laughs> so yeah. should be fun i'm it excited hey i ain't yeah. complaining absolutely and um also if you have not listened to that episode of my other show which is called kingdom minds you should. I think from the time of this recording, it is the last episode that is up there. I have another one that I need to edit. And have I done it? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Classic. Uh, Kingdom Minds will keep it shafted a little bit, but uh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back around. It'll be fine. Um, so anyways, we're going to talk a little bit about Kingdom Hearts today. Ooh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. One of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, because we have a whole other podcast dedicated to this topic. Um, but so I've realized that I'm like, I feel I, I did already ask you on that episode to like tell your Kingdom Hearts story. So we might be speed running through this segment a little bit. That's fine. I don't, don't want to rehash everything yeah, that we yeah. already did. Totally. Um, yeah, go ahead and listen to Kingdom Minds. Just do that. Uh, we'll come back to it, maybe. But one of the things I get my guests to do sometimes is give a two-minute summary of the topic. Would you like to do that? For uh, wait, okay. uh, am, I, am I giving a two-minute summary of, of Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Oh, man. Uh, this is going to be impossible. But <laughs> essentially, uh, boy with, with big shoes gets mm -hmm. big key. Yeah, goes to a bunch of worlds, right? Fights the darkness, mm -hmm. uh, and then realizes he's you know he he connects with everybody. Uh -huh. Um, he he he's traveled along with a talking duck and dog That's that right. you might may or may not recognize. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's just I mean layers upon layers. It's just you go to different worlds. You you fight the heartless. Uh, man, you it's. There's a lot of characters. There's so many characters. And yes. I'm not even just talking about Disney characters. It's just <laughs> there's a lot of original characters that all have so much depth to them. Yes. And the lore goes so deep. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got like a prequel to like the Sora Riku Kyrie, like, you know, all that mm. went up like timeline, if that makes sense. And you've got your yes. three other characters, Seraphin Aqua. You've got your Seesaw Trio, your Roxas Axel Shion Trio. There's a lot of trios, a lot of characters. And mm. for me to try to summarize Kingdom Hearts in two minutes, I feel like would be a disservice. Because <laughs> it's it's actually impossible. Um it's, but it's a great, it's a great franchise. It's so good. Um, it's all just one continuous story. Every game is connected. Mm -hmm. Every game is important to the to the plot. 
Um, and yeah, and it's still going on. It's not done. You know, we just we ended uh, what we have called the Dark Seeker saga with Kingdom Hearts three, but mm. uh, it has now we're now kind of venturing into this uh, this new saga. And uh, I would, you know, I, I've said this before on previous podcasts, but like, you know, Kingdom Hearts is my favorite series of all time, and yep. it's I've always it's always been the story and the characters that have wrote me in. But even now, I feel like now with where it's going, it's probably more interesting now than it's ever been. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's if you love Disney and you love Square Enix, uh, I think Kingdom Hearts is for you. And I don't think you'll be disappointed. Absolutely. I think that's about time. That was a good job. I'm I'm sorry I did that to you. No, it's Um, okay. I mean, I did. I did the best that I could. So it was great. actually. (laughs) Um, No, I feel like. That was a good summary of the Kingdom Hearts series for people that know nothing about it, which I don't know if anybody, I don't know if people are coming over from Kingdom Minds necessarily. We'll we'll find out, I guess. Um, Right. But cool. So real quick, um, when did you discover Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. uh, So... I it's so funny. It was I was I think I was I was like six or seven. My mm. grandma, I think it was for Christmas or for my birthday. I want to say Christmas. That makes more sense. My grandma bought me Kingdom Hearts one. Uh, and because she because like I love Disney. And mm-hmm. so she saw like Donald and Goofy and Mickey and like all these like Disney characters on the back of the cover. And you're like, oh, this will be like a fun, cute, like kids game and whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I, I started playing it. And I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting alongside Aladdin. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite Disney movies. You know, it's like it's so freaking cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's how I got into it. My grandma literally just bought me the game. Uh, yeah. And then as you it's funny, because as you get later on into the series, you realize it's not just a kid's game. It's no. it's not even close. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's very wholesome. It's a very wholesome franchise, but uh, no, it has it definitely has its dark moments, um, and that is something I I didn't realize until later on because Kingdom Hearts one is pretty pretty uh, wholesome nostalgic i think kingdom hearts one has a lot of charm and magic Mm. to it you know um but then like the story really really starts to get deep and crazy whenever you get past that um which is what i love i love complex stories like i know people complain about kingdom hearts being complex all the time i freaking love it i love putting the pieces together put like just it's like it's like a puzzle like figuring out like oh this is why this this person how this person's connected to this person and this is how mm-hmm. this is why this is this and yeah so but yeah yes. so my grandma got it for me and mm-hmm. here i am <laughs> still a fan 20 yeah. years later 100 percent. i think what you said about it being complex and being like a puzzle is really interesting because like the further that you go into kingdom hearts like the longer it it continues you see all these concepts like come up again and again yeah and because I was talking to someone um, to Vaughn in a previous episode about Star Wars, and she was saying like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like people complain about the fact that every little thing has to be explained um, as it goes along." I'm like, "Yeah, but I think that's important because it shows you why that event was significant." Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, and I and like I think that's cool. I'm kind of a fan of both, like you know, having things explained, but also leaving some things open ended. Uh, mm-hmm. and open to interpretation because it's like on it because like it's like oh like i could see this happening but i could also see this happening and like yeah. i know with namora whenever he he writes these stories w- for kingdom hearts and whenever he's making these games you know he intentionally will like i've noticed he'll intentionally leave certain things kind of open and then he'll use it later on and so like oh man i mean i don't know i don't want to go too far into spoiler territory oh um, yeah we but, gotta try and keep the spoiler free yeah yeah yeah. but like mm-hmm. there's i'll just say this like there's definitely there's one of the one of the organization members uh is definitely uh you know he, there's a big reveal with him later mm. on in in one of the later games but it's teased in like kingdom hearts 2 if you just read like the character files and it's pretty interesting 
you know? Mm. Um, and I think you know who I'm talking about, Karis. Yes, Maybe I not. Do. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. So we won't talk about it, but essentially, yeah, he, he'll leave things just kind of open and be like, uh, and then he'll come back to it later. And I, I really like that kind of storytelling, you know? And um, again, just cause it keeps like the theories going, like people, it, and I, well, I'm sure we'll be talking about the fandom because if this is journey into the fandom, but like That's the, true, yes. the, the fandom is, it, I've never seen more theories about a game than Kingdom Hearts. Like mm. people theorize about this franchise all the time because there's always so much to talk about because there's always something that we don't know that's that usually gets explained later down the line, but it also keeps us intrigued, you know? So, yes. Yeah. That's a good segue. So, um, when did you discover the Kingdom Hearts community and oh, how did man. you get involved? Yeah, I, um, Man, I mean, I got into Kingdom Hearts when I was seven, so I wasn't, I couldn't say I'm a, I was a part of the community. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know fandoms and communities were a thing as a kid. You know, I just kind of played the game and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, because like, I didn't have, like, we had a computer, but I wasn't allowed on it um, unless, like, right. I had my mom's permission. Um, and I was only, I wasn't even really allowed to, like, watch a lot of YouTube in the day. And yeah, I, sheesh, I mean, I think, I want to say I probably, started actually getting into like the fandom but when i say fandom i mean like kind of like looking up like videos and theories mm-hmm. and just news and stuff like that i think it was probably i want to say it was after birth by sleep okay um because at that point i would have been i think birth by sleep came out in it was like 2010 11 or 12 was around that time um and so i was like you know i was a teenager and I that was whenever like Kingdom Hearts 2 like really hooked me. But then Birth by Sleep uh, for me was kind of like the point where I was like, whoa, like this is so much bigger than I thought it was. And I freaking love that, (laughs) you know. Um, And so I uh, because Birth by Sleep is a prequel. Uh, It takes place 10 years before Kingdom Hearts 1. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of stuff happens during that time. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like, cause that's whenever I, I really was like, Oh wait, now I know how this person is connected to this person that I've known for like six years playing this game. And then, so I started just looking up stuff and then, yeah, I think I, I, what really got me into the community at, at first, I was originally just looking up just, uh, like top tens. So like, Top 10 Kingdom Hearts characters, uh, top 10 saddest moments, uh, mm-hmm. top five hardest bosses, like just like stuff like that. Cause I was like, I'm, I'm curious of like what people thought, you know? And then mm-hmm. what I would do is I would watch these videos. So if it was like a top 10 or top five hardest boss videos, and then I would go back and try to beat those bosses. So that was kind of like my experience with that. I was like, okay, like, let me see if I can, if I can beat this. Um, and yeah, I think that was kind of like, when I got into it, it was right around after Birth by Sleep because I remember I bought a PSP just to play Birth by Sleep because it was only on PSP at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only game I ever played on PSP. I never touched it again. And Makes then the, the remixes came out. I They came on consoles, which was amazing. That was like mm-hmm. a dream for me when that happened. Yes. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that it was around that time. And it was really just me like watching just you know, top 10 videos and, mm-hmm. uh, AMVs and just oh, like, there's so many, AMVs. so many AMVs. <laughs> I thought it was so fascinating. And, um, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of my introduction, I guess, into the fandom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, an AMV is an anime music video. So it's basically footage of Kingdom yeah. Hearts to a song. Right. There's, 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 there's a ton of those. There's like thousands so many. of them all so over the Especially YouTube. for, yeah. I mean, you, you could, yours AMVs for everything. Like, I'm sure yeah. there's even a Crash Bandicoot one, you know? Like, what, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I haven't, have I seen one? No, I haven't. But hey, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And actually, like, David on Kingdom Minds has done a few of them for Kingdom yeah. Minds as well, which is right. really cool. Um, anyways. But no, that's awesome. So, like, I guess for you, it was like a quest for information. Like, oh, yeah, I want to find out about this and what people are saying. Yeah. And then and then you started obviously making content and all that stuff. So h- how has that impacted your involvement in the community now that you're like a voice, I should say? Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's kind of uh, sheesh because I didn't start making I didn't. So basically, like I started a YouTube channel 
And I wanted to just do live streams. Like I just wanted to like play games and I share my experiences. And I knew I loved Kingdom Hearts. And so I was like, all right, like the first game I'm going to stream is Kingdom Hearts 3 when it comes out. So like that's when I started my channel was was like I started like before Kingdom Hearts 3. I was kind of doing like a road to Kingdom Hearts 3, like little let's play thing. But then I kind of just like axed that because it ended up being like the quality ended up being terrible and there was a lot of audio issues and stuff. Uh, and I had, I had no idea what I was doing. I was doing everything on my laptop, so I had no clue what I was doing. Um, but yeah, I Kingdom Hearts 3, I started just a channel and I just like was like, yeah, like I want to just I love Kingdom Hearts. And so I played Kingdom Hearts 3 on stream and I just used PS4 share. You know, I didn't have a PC or anything. I just did everything straight from my PS4. And yeah, like quite a few people just found the the live streams. And then it was so funny. My my room, not my roommate, sorry. One of my friends who's also in the Kingdom Hearts, because I was I remember before uh, the game came out, uh, they released the I think it was the opening movie uh, for the game. And I was like I was like watching. I watched it like 50 times because I was trying to dissect everything that was in it. And I remember like showing my friend, I was like, dude, check this out. Like, I think this chess piece represents this person and uh, just like stuff like that. Cause with the whole chess board and like, they're all like a, a character and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you get to kingdom Hearts three, you'll find out what I'm talking about. But anyway, yeah. I was talking to my friend and um, he was like, dude, like you seem to kind of know yourself. You should like make like a the- like a theory video. And I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Like, I kind of just want to play the game and right. <laughs> share my experience. But then I was like, you know what? I have like one theory that I'm just going to I'm just going to make this video. I'm going to download like some software on my laptop, make this video and just see like what happens. And I'll probably never make another theory video again. And so, um, I mean, we're going to be getting into a little bit of. Actually, no, I know we'll keep it spoiler free. Essentially, I made a theory video about one of the secret bosses in Kingdom Hearts 3, and uh, it got like 50,000 views. Yeah, that's so cool. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, like, <laughs> I and then and so then I was like, dang, well, I don't like, gosh, I mean, I guess I can, I guess I can do this, I guess, you know, and like, right. it's not like the greatest theory. It was just kind of like, yeah, so I think this is like something cool. And people were just like interacted with it. I was like, oh, nice. And uh, so, yeah. And I after that, I was like, all right, like, I don't want to just be a Kingdom Hearts channel because I wanted yeah. to stream other games. And mm-hmm. so basically, like my channel was literally like <laughs> it's so funny because it's not the ideal way to do a YouTube channel if you're trying to like grow and like make this like your job or something. I literally do whatever I want. So like I, I'll do anything from live playthroughs to like kingdom hearts theory videos to like random like religious memes to like whatever the heck i want like i made a video is the most ridiculous video i've ever made (laughs) um it's uh it's it's uh i called it can i finish a six inch sub before sephiroth finishes supernova and so like if like you know anything about like sephiroth supernova animation in final fantasy 7 you know you kind of know where, you know, where that's going. But anyway, like, right. just like stupid stuff like that. But yeah, I make the occasional Kingdom Hearts theory. And so I guess how that's kind of like, that's definitely given me a new perspective on the community because I I didn't realize, um, I, you know, I realized that a lot of people have a lot of uh, takes and criticisms towards just like really anything. Um, oh, and yeah. in Kingdom Hearts, I mean, this is with any fandom, I feel like, but I was definitely exposed to the more, um, the more, uh, what's the word? Hardcore side mm. of the fandom, I think, uh, whatever I made, at least that first theory video. And then I started to make more and, um, just stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of, cause I never really like, I was never really on Reddit or anything like my, my Reddit experience would just be like, I would Google something and it's like, Oh, this is on reddit.com. And then I'd read like a thread. Um, that's like pretty much that. But like, yeah, I mean, I really, I guess just like now creating occasion, the occasional kingdom hearts content, I'm kind of seeing all sides of the fandom. I'm seeing like the, you know, the sides that are like, yo, like, this is really cool. I think this would be really interesting if this happened. And then I'm seeing the sides of like, you're an idiot. 
how could you ever think that this could ever happen? I'm like, okay, like, Hey, like Mm -hmm. I'm seeing both sides now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been cool. I mean, it's been, I love it. Like I love stirring up conversation and like, I don't take criticism like personally, like I don't take it. I don't take, I don't, I'll say this. I don't take like, if I make a kingdom hearts theory video and someone's like, I think you're an idiot for thinking this. I don't take that personally. So I'm like, it's a theory, like it's whatever, you know? Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. I know I kind of talked a lot about that, um, but <laughs> no, it's really interesting. Like, yeah, I, yeah. so I guess what I'm getting is like, you know, starting to make theory videos, whether that's like a thing that you do regularly or not, doesn't really matter. But like, it right. sort of showed you. I've that seen side all of, sides of the fandom. Of I feel like at this point yeah. now, yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like you get to a point where you see the same stuff crop up on Twitter a lot. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, I've, yeah, I, I, I've seen this before. You know, people arguing over the same thing. The same, the same thing. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna be. I think we're gonna be talking about discourse a little bit later. I'm we sure. are. But we can move on to that if you want. It's up to you. It's up to you. If you got any sure. more other questions, any other questions? No, let's jump into this. Let's do <laughs> let's that. Let's jump into the juice. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's jump into the, the <laughs> let's spice. Let's do it. <laughs> oh man, the spicy, spicy discourse. So, um, oh, actually, no, I want to ask you, as um a fan of Smash, what does Sora coming to Smash mean to you? Oh, I cried. Yeah, I, I absolutely bawled my eyes out. I it was like, a beautiful reaction. I loved it. I like. <sighs> so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever I saw that Cloud got into to Smash, I was like, Sora can get in. Mm-hmm. Sora can do like Sora. If Cloud can make it, Sora can make it. And so yes. I was always the thing is, is like literally for I literally because ever since Cloud got in, I mean, I've like always I thought it would be cool to see Sora get into Smash. But ever mm-hmm. since Cloud got in, I was like, OK, I I, I want to see Sora and Smash Brothers. Like I want to like Smash Smash Brothers is one of my favorite franchises um, growing up. And it still actually is just because like I have a lot of memories playing with my friends. I used to go over, you know, to my friend's house all the time and play Melee. I played so much Melee with my friends. And, um, you know, it's been a, a series that's been near and dear to my heart just because of all the memories I made just playing with friends. Um, and to have mm-hmm. one of my favorite not even just one of my favorite franchises represented, but like one of my favorite video game characters in Smash Brothers, like the king of crossovers in a game that is the king of crossovers, you know? True. Like, would just be amazing. And so, but for years, like ever since, I think ever since the ballot happened, you know, I've been, I've like, I'm like, like, I always said this, I always say this, I always said that like, Cause I'm a huge crash bandicoot fan as well. Crash is the first video game I ever played. Crash has a special place in my heart. I always mm-hmm. said that like Sora would be the dream, but like I want crash more than Sora. But the only reason why I said that, and I didn't like, I had, I like, I actually had to like, I thought about this. It was really just because I was so discouraged from people telling me that Sora's never going to get in because yeah. he's a Disney character and Disney would never allow it. And you're an idiot for thinking Sora's going to get in. I was so discouraged right. from thinking that he was going to get into Smash. And I just I was like, okay, I mean, it would be cool if he got in, but I'm not going to expect it because I've kind of been just like for years, I feel like anytime I'd be like, yeah, Sora would be amazing in Smash. Somebody would be like, that's never going to happen. And it would just mm-hmm. get into this like super toxic conversation. And so that's why, like for years, I was just like, I kind of just like suppress, like, I guess how much I wanted Sora in Smash, you know? But yeah. then whenever it actually happened, mm-hmm. like he was the he was the final DLC character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. One, it's, I can't think of a better character yeah, than Sora to be the last character. But two, like <laughs> Dude, it was the most emo- it was one of the most emotional days of my life. I feel like like I'm not even joking. Like I because I was just told for years that it can't happen. Yeah, it can't happen. So I just, you know, anytime I would ever think that there's a chance, I would say no. I would always tell myself it can't happen. 
because mm-hmm. I was always told for years by outside sources and from other people that it's never going to happen. And so it was, right. I was kind of like just discouraged and thinking that it could. And yeah. I always felt like an idiot or felt like, you know, just like, I don't know. I just felt like not great whenever I had a hope of somebody getting into Smash Brothers. But then like when it happened, it was the best day of my life. Right. <laughs> like it was just I spent like a week just watching reactions like yeah. just straight up and it was so much fun and it was it was just perfect like the trailer was perfect like yeah. him being the one like essentially using the power of waking to reawaken everybody from their trophy slumber and then yes. like flying over the entire cast yes. you know he's the light in the darkness like stuff Beautiful. like that and and then like that final handshake with Mario at the end that sealed it for me. Like mm. whenever he, that that final handshake, it's like that was it. That yeah. was it, and I was. It's just yeah. So I'm ecstatic that he's in, and I still 100%. actually can't believe it. Like it still feels like a dream, and it's been like a month. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? It feels like only yesterday that it happened. It's like right. no, it's actually been a ton of time. It's wild, and like, isn't that so beautiful? The fact that. We were told over and over again it wasn't going to happen. It was never right. going to happen. And you know what? Like, Sora never gives up. Exactly. He's, you know what? Right. Like, he's always there. He always shows up. Like, and it's just beautiful to me. It's just a perfect, like, embodiment of this is Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Like, you know, and it, he defied all expectations. Here's, what, well, here's what's crazy. It. Because, like... The, this and so like my roommate, he he doesn't play Smash and he's never played Kingdom Hearts. Like he was actually in the Discord call with me for the for the uh, Smash reveal, um, because he just wanted to join me. I was like, yeah, like absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. and he, I literally he spent like days watching reactions to Sora and Smash, and then he had gone emotional. And he's never played Smash. Like, he doesn't play Smash, and he doesn't play Kingdom Hearts. And I'm like, that's just the effect that Sora has on people. Like, it's crazy. And so now, he's actually playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time. because so cool. Yeah, which is so cool. And it's like, it's really, it's really awesome. Like, that, just the impact that Sora specifically has. Yeah. You know, just Mm -hmm. on people. And just how... Like it's, uh, Kingdom Hearts, I feel like is is now bigger than people realize. Like I feel like oh, whenever yeah. it was starting out, it was like I didn't know anybody who even heard of Kingdom Hearts. But like now, it's like I feel like God. Like now, Swords and Smash. So now people are gonna probably be playing Kingdom Hearts now too. You know, and That's like right. it's crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely, it's definitely an emotional moment just because this character means the world to me, and the series so cool. just means the world to me, and seeing that in smash brothers is just like it's a, it's again it's a dream that's so cool like i've never even really played smash but like just see everybody get so excited and like everyone come together and like celebrate this moment it was really beautiful to watch i was like yes this is what it's all about yeah and it's too bad that the community isn't like that on twitter most of the time yeah it's like this we had we had like a, we had like five days of peace i feel like <laughs> whenever sword got into smash like there was the one time and for as long as i can remember that the community actually came together and was just like at peace and happy but then you know mm. there's always something to talk about there's always something to argue about that's right and yeah it's dumb i don't yeah. even i feel like i tune out a lot of the negativity. I don't really know what people are talking about these days. Right. Not really. I feel like it's a lot to do with, oh, when's the next game coming out? When's the next game coming out? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. People got no patience at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that people are excited and I get it, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like Square Enix fans specifically, <laughs> they tend to just like, they're either like far too hyped for something to happen yep. <laughs> or they're like yeah like don't get excited because you know it would, just, it, would just, it would just ruin your expectations dude as a, as a square enix stan <laughs> i completely agree with that like yeah <laughs> like, yeah. like for real like it's yeah like uh, i don't i mean there's just a lot of 
the Kingdom Hearts community, it's so funny that there's so much discourse and drama that happens for a game that's all about friendship and unity and connections. You know, yeah. like it's just like it's so strange. It's really funny. It's and it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Um, like there doesn't need to be drama. Like, no, gosh, I'm sure again, we're going to be talking. We're talking about it now. But mm-hmm. um, I know one of the questions that you sent me was, uh, you know, what's some discourse that happens mm-hmm. <laughs> in the community? And uh, ugh, there's so much. I don't even know where to start, actually. OK, here's here's a big one. Yep. And I hate That's I hate name. this debate so much. I think it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But it's the argument of whether Kingdom Hearts 2 or 3 is like the better game. Oh. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> I cannot stand it because you've got like the Kingdom Hearts 2 side saying Kingdom Hearts 3 is trash. Like it's too easy. It's uh, it's this. It's like you just press X to win, even though Kingdom Hearts 2 is press triangle to win. But anyway, whatever. Uh, right. And so it's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like all this stuff and then on the kingdom Hearts three side it's like well you guys just don't like to have fun like yada 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 like kingdom Hearts two as like this and that, and that and it's like it's just like i hate like why like if you enjoy a game then you would then just enjoy the game like you don't need to argue about which game is the better game you know right. like i don't i feel like these arguments don't need to happen no you know so dumb. like because what what happens is like the people, and this is for both sides of this argument, the people who acknowledge that Kingdom Hearts 2 is the best game in the series will never acknowledge its flaws, and it's vice versa for the other side. And I'm like, dude, like, so for, for me personally, like, Kingdom Hearts 2 is, like, my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think, and this is just an opinion, I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is the better game. I think it's the better Ooh. game. You know? That is a take. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a better game. It's just you you can guard in the air. You can use items in the air. Uh, there's a lot of more like quality of life stuff. And th- I mean, you know, like I'm not saying like, again, like I think it's the better game overall. But I but I genuinely but Kingdom Hearts 2 is my favorite because I think I have the most fun playing Kingdom Hearts 2. You know, like yeah. I'm not saying it's more fun than three. But I just have just such I always can go back to Kingdom Hearts 2 and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's nostalgia. I don't know if it's like just because the game is fun or whatever. Um, I always see myself going back to Kingdom Hearts 2. Like Kingdom Hearts 2 has so many flaws. Like it's it's got the worst level design in the series, if you ask me. That's just my yeah. opinion. The level design's Some awful. <laughs> walking dry like walking growth abilities behind drive forms was the worst thing they've ever done. Like I didn't even know Glide was in the game until like i played like (laughs) final mix i think because you don't get glide until you get final form and then you don't they don't even tell you how to get final form you kind of just got to figure it out and so pretty dumb (laughs) yeah and so it's like just stuff like that using magic in the air is really bad like magnet and reflector broken there's just a lot of flaws in the game a lot of like a lot of the fights are very gimmicky i don't mind gimmicky fights but it's just because you know like they're fun they're flashy it's a good time but it's like you know yeah sometimes like we don't need every fight to have a gimmick i guess um Mm -hmm. but again just my opinion you know just my opinion but like again going back to the whole like which game is better two or three like i i think the drama is completely unnecessary like i think yeah i think as we as the fandom and i say we because i am a part of the fandom you know i don't want to just look at the fandom from a bird's eye and say hey you guys are doing this is what you guys are doing wrong right like i'm a part of this with everybody you know Mm -hmm. um we tend to like i think we forgot how to like love each other while being able to disagree (laughs) you know and i think that's with that's just a general thing in general with where we are in 2021 like like Mm. do you realize you could disagree with somebody and still like be friends with them do you realize that you could disagree with somebody and not block them on twitter that's insane that's a revolutionary idea right it's like and it's like what happened (laughs) like yeah but it's also uh, as like here's the thing too like and i didn't realize this until i actually listened to your podcast with landy um because landy was talking about how when kingdom hearts 2 came out everybody was like bashing kingdom hearts 2 of how bad it was compared to kingdom hearts one and so like this stuff has been going around for forever 
you know and then it's funny now because now people praise kingdom hearts too you know it's just it's just funny how that works but it's like it's never i feel like it's never really going to change like there's always going to be some kind of drama there's always going to be this debate and i'm kind of just like over it i guess like honestly like i dude i literally for a while was like especially this year i was i felt I, i felt like i was experiencing like burnout from kingdom hearts and it wasn't from playing the games it was just from the fandom because like mm-hmm. i would scroll twitter and like it's like every single freaking day of my life there's always some new hot take about kingdom hearts on twitter and somebody's arguing about something whether mm-hmm. it's like which game is the better game whether it's like oh my gosh i i can't so i'm not somebody who i'm not like a shipper oh, and so yeah, seeing like the either. ship arguments i'm just oh. like this is just so annoying like i just like why yeah. i'm being completely candid and honest right now like i think i think all the drama is super annoying like i oh, think it's, it's so awful. unnecessary I, yeah like the all like like the like the people arguing about like shipping characters with other characters mm. and like i was like why do you gotta argue about this stuff like this is yeah. a video game you know oh, and, and um yeah. But Another like, thing that comes to mind. Sorry, I just t- totally talked over you. No, you're good. You're fine. K- Kyrie's role in the series, like, ah, uh, can she not just be a character? Yes, and that's like, another thing. People, oh my gosh, it's like, and then it, uh, here's okay. So here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I think the biggest problem that we, as the Kingdom Hearts fandom, have. I think this is literally the root of everything that of all the drama we feel like we need to defend a certain aspect of this game whenever somebody says something bad or critical about it yeah like there's always i feel like there's always this need to feel like we have to defend it like if ign gives remind a four out of ten on youtube right it's like we feel then we have to defend this game as if like ign's say and a DLC is going to like alter the course of the series. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's just like, we always feel the need to have to like defend and like, and to, and to make our voice heard when honestly, it's probably just better to be silent most yeah. of the time, which is why I usually don't get involved with like this, like the discourse and the drama. Cause it's like, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get you anywhere. Cause like, no matter it's just people debating like it's a debates or it's just literally any in any debate. It's one side convincing the other side that they're wrong and they think they're right. But really, everybody else is wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's always it's just silly. And so it is. Yeah, just like again with like Kyrie, like, again, it's like I feel like I and it's so I don't know if you if you get this way, too. Mm-hmm. But anytime I'm on Twitter, I always feel like. <laughs> And I'm not bashing like anyone on Twitter or anything, but I always see like the same like eight Twitter accounts like posting something like a hot take or something about Kingdom Hearts that's going to start like some kind of drama. And it's always like this. I always see the same accounts on Twitter. And it's always mm-hmm. like, again, I'm not making fun <laughs> of anybody. I'm not bashing anybody. But it's, it always seems to be like there's like all these Twitter accounts where they have like the uh, the Union Cross like asterisk next to it. And yes. I always see those accounts all the time <laughs> that are just posting something. And then there's always people <laughs> arguing with them. And again, I'm not bashing them. I, I freaking love those accounts. Like they're great, you know. But it's mm-hmm. just, I just, it's just all the time. It's like, guys, please, like, like, I feel like the yeah. fandom is eating itself alive because we haven't mm-hmm. had, like, really any news, you know, besides Sora getting into Smash and, like, the Union Cross finale. And so yeah. it's like, everyone's just, like, at each other's throats because we don't have anything else to talk about, so we're just going to talk about everything that we can mm-hmm. until a new game comes out. But it's like, right. at that point, I'm just like, honestly like please just go play another game <laughs> like please right. go play another <laughs> game go play the world ends with you the world ends with you was like the best thing that's happened to me this year that I franchise is that. amazing like it. it was such a good change of pace for me and like yeah. that's a community where like i'm sure every every community has its its toxicity but i mm-hmm. have not experienced the toxic side of that fandom yet you know like That's the cool. Tooie fandom, you know, and like That's literally really the Tooie fandom is just like, I just want people to play my game. 
Like, please just play yeah. my game. You know, and it's just like the puppy dog eyes. Like, that's what I imagine. And I'm that way too. I'm like, please just play this game. It's amazing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll get just, to it. I need to. Yeah, I know the last time we well, talked, actually, I said I was going to. And then well, here's, here's what's crazy, Karis. Actually, <laughs> as of today, I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. I think if you haven't, oh, you don't have a Switch. Never mind. <laughs> we were talking about this <laughs> earlier. We were talking about hey, this before. Okay. The but listeners yeah, might want to know. They actually made Twoey One free for a week if you have Switch online. Uh, for cool. right now so people there are definitely going to be taking advantage of that heck yeah but yeah Let's i go. mean going back to sorry i keep i have so much to say i feel like i'm sorry oh, I, I hate no, talking please. to other people but like absolutely um yeah and again if i if i ever talk over you at any time please just yell at me just yell in the <laughs> mic let me know um but again going back to like the discourse it's like mm-hmm. people like are like yo Kyrie doesn't have any involvement in the series like and then people were like well, you know, like Kyrie, they're saving up Kyrie for this. And there's always this argument about Kyrie. And it's just like, again, like you said earlier, can we just let her just be a character? Like, yes, she's going to have her time to shine, you know, mm-hmm. like it's going to happen. And I'm sure Namor is saving her for something amazing. And there's yeah. just no need to argue about this stuff. Right. And it's That's always right. it's always the same stuff. I'm really excited to see where she goes as a character. But I also feel that people just overlook the things that that she has done already. Right. Like, yeah. She's like, she's no, that's, like, that's, like, a boy. Like, dude, I don't think people realize that in Kingdom Hearts 3, the only reason why, uh, I guess this is kind of a spoiler. So essentially, the only reason why Sora was able to save as many, like, as many people as he did in the end game was mm-hmm. because Kyrie was the one holding him together. Yeah. It was literally Kyrie. If it wasn't for Kyrie, we want to have a future of Kingdom Hearts, to be completely exactly. honest. Exactly. 100%. Like, Sword would have failed. Sword would probably be dead. Like, everyone would be dead. Kyrie believed in Sora, and she held him together, and people overlook that. You want to know why? Because it wasn't something that they tangibly saw happen on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm someone who believes that, like, characters can have great development and do great things, even if they're not on screen. You know? Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, as much as I want to see this stuff happen on screen, it would be great. But it's like people like again, like you said, people overlook all these amazing things that Kyrie has done, even though she doesn't have much screen time in the series. Like, I wish she had more, but, you know, mm-hmm. she has done some really great things. And she has literally like I make this argument all the time in Kingdom Hearts 3. She is what saved Kingdom Hearts 3. Like she yeah. saved every like she she. Believing in Sora is why Sora was able to save everybody, you know? Yep. And so, 100%. like, people Let's always go. overlook that, you mm-hmm. know? Kyrie Stan for her life. Yes. <laughs> we love Kyrie yeah. here. Absolutely. <laughs> She's so good. But, I mean, if you don't like her, that's fine. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing. yell at other people. You don't have it. to, you don't have to like every single character, right? It's, no. it's, that's okay. Like, uh, but we don't have to, like, you know, be at each other's throats about it because like somebody likes Tara and then somebody else hates Tara and thinks he's an idiot. Like, you know, we just like, there's no point. And like, what's the worst I got to get you? hundred you know? percent. Yeah. So. Mm. so who's like the main creators that you follow at the moment? Any people up and coming? There's so many, I feel like there's a new Kingdom Hearts creator, like every day. Oh, every, every like. waking week of my life. I yeah. feel like, yeah, I think, <laughs> So I'll say this, I think like for me, um, it's been, it's definitely been like the big one for me has been, I followed HMK for ever since like, yeah, dream drop distance was coming out. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because like, I was not, he was like the first channel I ever subscribed to on YouTube. Cause like, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube and, uh, yeah, I was just like, he was basically like informing people about like news with kingdom hearts 3 and so i was like okay he's dropping kingdom hearts 3 news i want to stay up to date with this so anytime he like up to uploads like kingdom hearts 3 video i was on it so i want to know what's going on with this game mm-hmm. um and so yeah i would say for years i think hmk has been like the one that i always kind of like look to and um you know he's got all these theory videos that are really brilliant uh and just like he's done a lot of really good stuff for the community you know and like I know like not a lot of people like him. 
Um, cause like he does give off a certain energy where it seems like not everybody's going to like him. Like he's definitely a very strong, he has a strong personality. Mm-hmm. I love the guy. I mean, that's just me, but like he was one, he's like one of the forerunners in the community. And that's kind of what got me more invested, I guess, into the community. Like I, it started with birth by sleep, but then once I started watching his content, I started getting more and more into like the community. Then I found like skyward wing the gamers joint, like all these other Kingdom Hearts creators. Sarah Key was another one. Sarah Key was mm-hmm. a was a big one. Um, they're great. Yeah, they're all great. And um, I would say for me, for the longest time, um, that's kind of been like the people that I've always looked to and, and seen as like, yeah, these are like the these are the forerunners. And then you've got oh my gosh, dude! I like when Kingdom Hearts three came out. I feel like just a whole wave of new creators just were born. Yeah, they you know, just showed up. They just showed nowhere. up. Like, um, yeah. well, I guess this this would be before King. I actually don't even know how long his channel's been around. Uh, but Bioroxis is another yes. one. Or like, you know. I'm pretty sure he came around around about the start of, of KH3 as well. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. But like, I, um, it's cool because like maybe, yeah. all these Kingdom Hearts channels, it's really cool because like they have something different to give to the community, I think. You know, like HMK yes. does a lot of like news and theories the gamers joint also does news and stuff like that. Skyward Wing and Sarah, they do just like like Sarah Key did like Kingdom Hearts on a dance pad. So it's just like fun stuff like that. Skyward mm-hmm. Wing does like just fun Kingdom Hearts content, you know, um, just like stuff like that, whether it's like stuff from his stream or whatever. And then you have someone like Bioroxis who he makes these like mechanic breakdown videos, which is like a whole different part aspect of Kingdom Hearts that no one's really doing. You know, and I think that's so interesting. It's so cool, you know, so it's like it's so funny. I feel like (laughs) this is going to be such a weird comparison. I feel like the Kingdom Hearts community in Mm -hmm. a way is kind of like the body of Christ in a way, you know, where it's like there's there's always there's aspects you know, we're all one body and there's different aspects of the body. Like you've got one part of the body who's like your crackhead theorists. You got another part of the body body who's doing like these wacky Kingdom Hearts challenges. You got mm-hmm. another part of the body who's like breaking down the gameplay mechanics and and making the, you know, like analyzing things and stuff like that. And you've got another part who's like, you know talking about like their hopes and aspirations and doing podcasts, you know, and stuff like that. And it's like, it's really cool. You know, the community is very diverse and um, that's something that I love about the fandom. It's how diverse it is. You know, I don't hate everything about the fandom. I actually love the fandom. I love it to death. And that's, which is why I tend to like, I think be upset whenever there's a lot of drama in the fandom, because I do love this. I do love this community a lot. Um, Yeah. But That's yeah, awesome. like Bioroxis, um, gosh, I mean, I've I've had the absolute privilege and honor to just become friends with like some of these like new creators like mm. uh, Landy. The Landy Lodge is amazing. Oh. I love that dude to death. Like That's I literally great. went to go visit that guy for like four days. Like so we became fun. such good friends. And like, it's amazing. Gosh, just people over like who just stream Kingdom Hearts, like my boy Josh Yeesh. I'm going to give a shout out to him real quick because he's amazing. Yes, um, I just met so many him. amazing people through mm-hmm. just the community. Um, this new guy, this newer guy on the block, uh, as Landy, as Landy likes to say, uh, Sonny mm-hmm. Novis. Sonny Novis. Freaking, go. freaking Sonny Novis is. He he literally is. I'm not joking. Like he's probably my my new favorite Kingdom Hearts creator because his videos are unbelievable. They're, They're unbelievable. Like so they much are. time and effort, so much thought. They're so well art like well articulated. And he so like if y'all were wondering, like he does like these theory videos, but it's not just like a typical theory video. Like he gets into the meat and thick of it. And like just dissects everything, like everything that you can think of. This dude's coming up with theories that like no one's ever thought of before. Right. And no one's ever talked about. And mm-hmm. my goodness, I like I feel like I'm his biggest fan right now. Like I I, yes. I watch his videos all the time. He only has like three videos, but I watch them all the time because they're so good. Um, and yeah. so and they're they're edited so amazing. Uh, yeah. And this dude, well. like this dude just got a new PC too, which is crazy because like if you were to like watch like his uh he has one my favorite video by him is his first one it's um oh it's the it's the, the false king video it's uh, incredible yeah and like he edited all of that on like his like on like his laptop or something 
or so, I don't even know. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, man, that's amazing that you could do this. And like, you know, it inspires me to want to be better with my content. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dang. And now that this dude, like he literally just got like a new PC, like he was saying on Twitter, he's like, yeah, I got my new PC, like, and people have helped him with that with via Patreon and stuff. And so now I'm super excited to see what he's going to make now with like yes. all this new stuff. But yeah, he's been probably, he's been, I, I've never looked forward to, I've never been more looking forward to like somebody releasing a video than this guy. And this mm-hmm. guy's only been around for like a few months. Dude is amazing. Yeah. Dude is amazing. I'll talk about Sonny all day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's know? go. Gosh, I feel like I'm <laughs> fangirling, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, there's see it. so many amazing creators in this community. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of different aspects, you know. Well, Absolutely. again, it's kind of like the, it's like the body of Christ, right? It's literally just, it's the body of Kingdom Hearts. Like it's <laughs> the body of Kingdom. Yes, there is. There's so many aspects to the body. But here's the thing. We're all one body. We're mm-hmm. all one community at the end of the day. You know? Yeah. So. And meanwhile, there's me out here shafted in my Kingdom Hearts podcast to make this show instead. But, Wait, it's but here's the but that's but that's also, hey. I mean, we'll get back to it. this this <laughs> podcast is amazing because like you're going to have people listening in. You you probably have people come from who are listeners like your Kingdom Minds podcast and come listen to this podcast because they're like, oh, yeah, like I listen to Kingdom Minds all the time. They'll come on the over here. They'll hear a podcast about Star Wars and be like, yo, I didn't know like Karis was in the Star Wars. That's cool or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like, hey, like this what you're doing is so important. You know, oh, it's so important. I, I think that's kind. I think podcasts <laughs> are because like I never really listened to podcasts a lot until like college. Like mm-hmm. I college is when I was like, all right, I'm going to just listen to like so many podcasts. And man, they're so great. They're so great. Yeah. Like you, I feel like I no matter what you're listening to, you're going to learn something, you know, I think so. So, yeah, I've learned so much. It's been great. And um, yeah, no, I feel like you're very passionate about the community as well like despite the fact that there's like drama and so on but it's like yeah yeah there's so many cool people and cool creators coming up with new ideas all the time absolutely yeah and i feel like like you and landy and like some other people have like a little circle going on which is fun so i guess um yeah kingdom hearts just brings people together it really does yeah it was i literally i was playing mario party with landy yesterday (laughs) like literally yesterday you know it's it's cool it's just like i've made a lot of threads through the the fandom and the community Mm -hmm. and anytime that i i always say like if i'm ever if i ever because i I, you know we i was talking we were talking about the discourse earlier and um Mm -hmm. you know i you know i hate it like i think it's dumb i think all the drama is dumb but it's just like I just I just want to see better for the community, you know. Like I love the community so much, I just don't want to see people at everyone's at each other's throats all the time, you know. Yeah. And for so, real. yeah, it's all out of love. It's all out of love. If your favorite right. Kingdom Hearts game is Dream Drop Distance or Recoded, by all means, you're allowed to love that game to death, you know. Yeah. Like there shouldn't be like people saying you're not allowed to love this game because of this Mm -hmm. that's the dumbest thing to me i can't really say i've seen that specifically a lot um Mm -hmm. but it does happen it's like you know i'll see stuff like how can you enjoy this game when it's the story is written like this and it's like i don't know i just enjoy it you know just let me enjoy things right right like not everything has to be written and orchestrated so perfectly in a game or a movie or a TV show for you to be able to enjoy it. I would actually argue that like the games that you enjoy the most are the games where you acknowledge its flaws and accept them. That's me yeah. for sure. As I said earlier, Kingdom Hearts 2 is one of my favorite is it actually probably is my favorite game of all time. But I think it's one of the most flawed Kingdom Hearts games, <laughs> you know, right. like it has and so many flaws, okay. but yeah. I love it. I Absolutely. freaking love it, you know, <laughs> so. And I th- yeah, 100 percent. I think as well, everybody, what I'm learning during the show is like everybody comes to media differently and everybody like gets something else like different yeah, out of it in sure. the first place. And I think that Kingdom Hearts is so big and there's so much to love and there's so mm-hmm. many different kinds of ge- like you've got melody of memory which is a rhythm game right and you have you know um kingdom hearts one which is you know just a 
you know, an action RPG and then Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3, but they all have different elements yeah. to them, different gameplay styles. I and love, like, and like, I still love Kingdom Hearts 1. I, I think yeah. Kingdom Hearts 1 is still one of my favorites to this day because it's like, incredible. I love it. Like, too. you know, like Kingdom Hearts, ugh, I hate, I'm going to keep bashing Kingdom Hearts 2, but I do it because I love the game so much, right? Like, <laughs> go ahead. There's like, like Kingdom Hearts 1, there's a lot of, there's a lot of these puzzles that you got to figure out. Like it has, I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is the best level design. I genuinely think Kingdom Hearts 1 is the best level design in the series. It's so good. It's so I, good. Yeah, you've got puzzles. Right. You've got things to interact with to like unlock secrets. You've got chests that you can see in like high places. And you're like, hmm, how do I get up there? Uh, and then you get an ability later on and you come back and you're like, oh, I can get this chest now. And then it's mm-hmm. like a really good item or like a keyblade or something like that. It's like, oh, you know, and it's like, I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is great, you know, and Kingdom Hearts 2 didn't really have a lot of what Kingdom Hearts 1 had. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2 more so focused on, like, the combat, and which was fine, because the combat was is so fun. It's so freaking mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. But it was kind of missing, like, the, you know, like, the puzzle aspect. I'm not saying every Kingdom Hearts game has to have puzzles, but I guess that's just something that, like, you know, Kingdom Hearts 1, that's what makes it stand out from, I think, the rest of the games. Is yeah. Just it's level design. I love King. I I love Kingdom Hearts level design so much. I think it's so good. Yeah, I think it's great too. Um, but I mean, my personal favorite is like Birth by Sleep, and I don't necessarily have. Oh like yeah. A- a good reason for really liking it like because to me like the gameplay like is like secondary to me like to me yeah. it's all about the story like, oh that's yeah the birth by sleep about. probably has my favorite story actually it has an amazing story yeah. and uh, you know there's there's betrayal and then there's redemption and yeah. there's confusion and like mistrust there's a lot of themes in birth by sleep there's so much going on and you tackle you tackle three different characters and you do three different campaigns with each Mm -hmm. character and it's it's also like the one game that really i guess besides like three five eight over two days um that i was like i really started to put pieces of the puzzle together because Mm -hmm. um Again, we won't talk about too many spoilers, but like there's a scene at the end with one character and then he you find out the re- like he's connected to a character that we know and love in 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 the in the previous Kingdom Hearts games. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, wait, and then that's why this character looks like this character, because they're all connected like in this way. Yeah. You know? So it's like you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You start making those connections of like, oh, that's why this person looks like this that's where he originated from and it's like yeah oh i love i love stuff like that it's so cool yeah and mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like kingdom hearts like allows you to do that so much and especially like with other people as well it's right. like you can just connect and be like one person comes up with one idea and then someone else is like yo like that, that just made me think of this yeah and it's just really dope so oh, i yeah. think that it's it allows you to to just connect with others and make all these friends and it's that's good stuff it's great it's great mm. yeah is there anything else i feel like we've covered a lot we talked about a lot yeah like <laughs> <laughs> man i'm trying to think i mean sheesh yeah Mm-mm. i don't know <laughs> i think we i think we <laughs> talked about pretty much everything that we could i mean like every every fandom has its discourse it's gonna that's be like right. that mm-hmm. um and there's definitely certain aspects of Kingdom Hearts that people like to argue about more than others, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, it's true. But that shouldn't discourage anybody from liking one Kingdom Hearts game over another or for liking one character over another. Like, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's like we shouldn't have to logically look at a character's development and be like, yo, I think you can like a character without the character necessarily being developed all the way, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like I agree a hundred percent. Like, cause like, you know, Riku is somebody, he's always been my favorite character, but I feel like he's fully developed at this point. Right. Like he's fully yeah. developed at this point and he's, and I love Riku, but then people will look someone like, like Kyrie and say, Kyrie's a bad character because she doesn't have this much screen time. And I'm like, no, she's a great character. Like, yeah, her story's not over. You know what I mean? And like, you can mm-hmm. you can like characters like, I don't know, you can even like characters in Union Cross. 
even though they only appear in Union Cross, even if they don't have much development, like you can still like them. Like there's more to like about a character than just like how they're written, I guess. You know? Yeah, I think so too. And I think like. If that makes any sense, I don't know if that was a hot take or not. I don't know if that was like a stupid thing to say, but it's just like, (laughs) I I find myself in those situations all the time where I'm like, like, for example, I actually love Ansem the Wise's character. I love his character. Mm -hmm. A lot of people hate Ansem the Wise. And I think why the reason why is because he's one of the most human characters in the game because he makes he makes so many mistakes. He's done a lot of bad stuff. But like, I think he's a great character, but people hate him because it's like or people people mistake will mistake. And I think this is in a lot of cases with other fandoms as well. People will mistake. There's a difference between having a bad character and then hating a character like you can dislike a character, but they still be a great character. You know, like I'm trying to think of an example. I'm playing through what am I playing through right now? I'm playing through freaking uh persona 5 royal right now for mm-hmm. my first time and one of the villains in the game right now that i'm at i hate him so much but i think he's a great character like yes. i love that i hate him you know mm-hmm. and so i don't know i don't for really sure. know what i'm trying to get with that but yeah i think part of what you're trying to say i don't know <laughs> if i'm wrong you just tell me but it's like you don't have to justify why you like stuff necessarily yes Yes. You don't have to have a reason. You can be like, I just like it. I just like it. I, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be people who like, you know, certain things because of mm-hmm. how like deep it is. Like Kingdom Hearts can get very deep. Yes. And right. of course, you know, but if there's a Kingdom Hearts game that or any other game that they're comparing this super deep game or that they're comparing this game to, that's like super deep that they love. That's not as deep or whatever thought out as like something else it's like oh it's automatically bad because it's not what i was looking for kind of thing and so that i think that's what i was trying to say of like yeah you know there's a lot of people who like they'll take i'm trying to think of like a kingdom Hearts example um they'll still take like kingdom hearts let's say this i'll say this because i love recoded i'll defend recoded to death it's probably one of my least favorite Kingdom Hearts games, but I actually I still love it and I will defend it. People will, will say this. People will do this. They'll they'll take a great story driven Kingdom Hearts game like maybe let's say Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep is a great story mm-hmm. um, and it's so deep and it's so good. And whenever they go play something like Recoded, which I'm pretty sure was the next Kingdom Hearts game, actually, after Birth by Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever the story sucks, but the gameplay is super fun because it wasn't super deep and super thought out and it wasn't super relevant that it's automatically a bad game, but it's like kingdom hearts recoded deals with one of the deepest themes in the series. And that's hurt. Yeah, it's hurt. And people don't like, I think that's what makes the game good. You know, it doesn't have to be super deep to be good. I think recoded actually has the best use of the command deck and the smoothest use of the command deck out of birth by sleep and dream drop distance. I think the gameplay is super fun, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, amazing but yeah like i think people will just like again take something that like you know it's like if it's not the same if this next game isn't as deep as the previous one then it's bad you know Mm. and i i disagree with that because i think there's more to just a game or a show or an anime or whatever than just one aspect of whatever you're playing or watching I think so, yeah, 100%. Ooh. <laughs> we got there. We got there in the end. We did. Yeah. Barely. Amazing. I don't even know if everything that I said made sense. It didn't make sense. But I, made a lot I, of I was sense. just speaking from what I was feeling. <laughs> no, I appreciate so, it. Yeah, so yeah. From the heart, from mm-hmm. the kingdom heart. From the kingdom hearts. <laughs> from our kingdom hearts, yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you'd like to plug just now? Oh, man. Um, or wrap this up. I mean, I guess. I mean, hey, I'm Andy Brew. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel. It's literally just Andy Brew, B-R-U, uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of live playthroughs. I do 
Um, you know, I make other content as well. I kind of just do whatever I want on my channel. It's mostly first playthroughs of games and it's, it's, you know, I do that live. So you can find me on YouTube, Andy Brew. Um, I also stream on Twitch. I'm Andy Brew 48 on Twitch. I'm Andy underscore brew underscore on uh, Twitter. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of me pretty much. I love kingdom hearts. Um, Mm -hmm. I love talking about kingdom hearts, even if what I'm saying half the time might not make sense to like other people, you know, (laughs) I I love talking about it. So, and yeah, so that's me. Absolutely. Everybody go follow Andy Brew. Like he's one of the nicest people in the kingdom hearts community. I'll say that. It's funny (laughs) because I feel like whenever I was, uh, I was kind of going off earlier Definitely didn't seem like it. <laughs> I had a lot to say, right? But it's all out of love, I promise. I promise yeah, it's all Yeah, I was going to say, it's all good stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it so much. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on. This is great. Of course. Yeah, looking forward to anything else in the future, any of your other podcasts in the future. I'm going to have to check more of these out, these, these fandom yes. ones. These, this sounds it's, like a lot of fun. It is a fun show. Yeah. I will not lie. Like, <laughs> So that was Andy Brew. I really enjoyed talking to him about one of my favorite series and hearing his overall positive outlook on the fandom and how we could all get along better if we weren't so defensive about stuff. My name is Karis. You can follow Journey Into Fandom on Twitter at J underscore Into Fandom. And I am at Karison Ford on Twitter. That's C-A-R-Y-S-S-O-N-F-O-R-D. Please also join the official Discord for all my podcasts, Kingdom Minds, Retrospective and Journey Into Fandom. Thank you for listening. Bye.